0: The Avengers are
1: strong. Welcome to the MCU D&T Plus podcast with myself, Andy Stead. And I'm Jarian Gibson. And we have brought back two guests this week, guest speakers. We have got Alex Stroud. Hi, Alex. Hey, thank you for having me. Welcome and we've got Monty Harry coming back.
2: What's going on? Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me back.
1: You're welcome, chaps. You're welcome. So, um we're still missing Jason. He's otherwise engaged. He will be back very soon, guys, so don't be um don't be thinking that he's gone. He's definitely going to be back. But we've got two awesome stand-ins today. Um Alex, we had a good chat last week on last week's episode. Did you enjoy being on the on the show last week?
3: Yeah, I did. I did. Um, You know, we had such great discussions about uh, the Punisher and, and, you know, a few different things. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was awesome.
1: Talking of the Punisher, talking of the Punisher, I watched Boss Level on Amazon Prime this week. Monty's nodding his head. I love that movie. Yeah, I'm guessing you've seen it. I'm guessing you've seen it. Alex, have you seen it? Not yet. I have it on my list now. Right, so, so, I mean, I won't go into it too much, but basically the point is, I'm, I know he's played, I know he's played Rumlow, I know he's played Crossbones, mm-hmm. I know that, and I know everyone likes Josh um, Berthnell, Berthnell. John, Berthnell, John, John Berthnell, Berthall.
2: Berthall. Yeah. Berthall.
1: But Frank Grillo has got to play Punisher. He's, he's <laughs> literally, he's Frank Castle, like personified. Like I've seen him in um, the Purge movies and in this Bottle. He's literally Frank Castle. He's got to be Frank Castle. He does a
2: great job. He really does a great job. And and in that movie, I mean, they just, they really do a great job. I mean, it's, you know, the, again, not to ruin it. It's it's Groundhog's Day meets like the Punisher and a couple other elements. So it's awesome. Very so nice. So check it out it. if you haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, I definitely got to check that out. I really enjoyed him in, in the two um, purge movies he was in, uh, especially the first one he was in when he was kind of re- revenging for his son, and then the second one for election year when, when he turned into a kind of like a protector of the the presidential yeah. candidate. So. Yeah, I-, I could see it maybe a multiverse version of the Punisher. I mean, who knows?
2: Ooh, yeah.
1: Yeah, let's bring him on. Bring him on. Anyway, uh and Monty, good to have you back. I know you've just sort of chimed in there yeah. on Punisher, but good to have you back from a few weeks ago. Um my pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. And you've got a special element that um I mean I kind of know about me and you. Yeah, yeah we talked in, about
2: it ahead of the time. Yeah,
1: got it. Yeah, we've set it up sort of covertly um <laughs> for, for Jarian and Alex and me to take part in. So um, and I know that the uh, the guys listening. Um, I know a few people expressed interest in doing this so it should be fun Um, but yeah so good episode last week with Alex on John it was a great episode Um, we had lots of bumper news we've got a couple of big news elements to talk about this week um, and we've got some sort of smaller news elements that we're going to buzz through and we're also going to chat about um, the second episode of what if the T'Challa as Star-Lord and uh, yeah we'll see uh, we'll see where we go yeah yeah Excellent. So let's let's crack on, man. Let's bust through some, some quick sort of news articles, anything that's kind of just sort of been said. And if anybody, Alex, Monty, if you want to chime in with anything, um, let's do so. We're going to bust through these first few uh, articles before we get on to those sort of two big elements that we um, that we want to chat about. All right. where you go, John. Over to you, mate.
0: All right. Well, let's start it off. You know, Monty was here to talk about this before, so let's get right into it. Black Panther yeah. 2, right? Uh, so Chadwick Boseman wanted Variant T'Challa to impact MCU sequel. And then the, the quote from the article was, well, we didn't know it would be his final performance, obviously. He came in numerous times, I think three, three or four times, was so gung-ho about it, was so excited about it. Somebody's uh, probably spoken about this already, but he came in here and read the episode that airs 24 hours from now and then came back and said, I really love this version of T'Challa. And we had a conversation after that with Ryan about how do we get some of this? his voice, none of the storyline, but just some of the voice into uh, Black Panther 2. And now, of course, it's remarkably sad and bittersweet, but I'm happy we have it, and I'm very happy he did it for us, and I'm excited for fans to see that as well. So, you know, with that being said, the way he was, and we'll get more into What If later, uh, but this the way that he was portrayed as, as Star-Lord in, in What If, I wonder if that tone that he did um, Will kind of carry over to how they possibly turn Namor from foe to friend in Wakanda forever.
1: Wow. Monty, what Monty? What was it that you said on the group? You said his superpower was
2: what? Did his you superpower say? was extreme likability. That's <laughs> it. Extreme <laughs> yeah. likability. Just was able to win everyone over. I mean, the guy convinced Thanos to not be a genocidal universe conqueror or universe semi-destroyer like a. It's just, it's insane. It, it It's super likability. That's definitely his power. And but I think he,
1: you're right. I think you're right. That kind of played through in the movies though as well, didn't it? In Black Panther, yeah. in Civil War, like even in Civil War when he was kind of, uh, in a way, he was kind of being a bit of a dick, like, you know, yeah. but he wasn't being a dick. Like nobody thought he was being a dick. It was just, it was yeah. He was just likable, likable. You guy. know,
2: he's he's kind of a guy who, um, you know, I, in 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 American politics, we call it reaching across the aisle, which is where you know a Democrat will reach across the aisle to the Republicans. That's what really you, you see a lot of uh, T'Challa do. You know, you see that where at the end of uh, at the end of Civil War, he um, you know lets uh, Zemo live when he very easily could have killed them. Yeah, yes. You know, he also just makes that that you know decision that all right we're going to open up wakanda to the world we're going to let the world know you know hey wakanda is here and and we're you know we're we're a a force to be reckoned with and uh we're a player on the world stage and you know and then he also lets um bucky uh rehabilitate in wakanda he's got very good relations with steve rogers he's just you know he's he's extending the olive branches and you know being a very shrewd politician so yeah yeah, yeah, nice. Very much in character.
1: Uh, nice, yeah. I've started a, I started a thread on our uh, Facebook group the other day with a mm-hmm. theory that I had. Uh, I won't go Love into that. it. Uh, yeah, I won't go into it now, but um, if anybody's interested, just search my name, Andy Stead, and find the thread that I spoke about, Black Panther. There's some interesting things in there, uh, interesting theories from my point of view, but then some also interesting replies from a lot of other members. Um, and uh, there was a great uh, theory uh, or not theory necessarily, but uh, wish from uh, Michael Sullivan about how they can um, approach Chadwick Boseman's death in the movies um, and related it to um, his, his own health struggles with his, with his cancer and obviously mm-hmm. how yes. they showed in the comics with Captain Marvel yep. dying of cancer as well. Yep back mm-hmm. years ago, really good stuff. Monty coming in on there with the discussion on how important it was to have to, to maybe recast T'Challa. We obviously spoke about that a few weeks ago on the podcast. So some great yes. stuff to go back on or back onto the groups back to a couple of episodes ago. So we won't dwell on that too much now. Check but it out. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Check those, those bits out. Yeah. Jaren, go on.
0: Yeah. So a new set photo teases police scene with military vehicles. So it's set to film more scenes in downtown Worcester, Massachusetts, The latest set photo shows a flatbed trailer carrying a police car and two armored military vehicles. The cop car is marked Cambridge Police, the city that is home to Massachusetts uh, Institute of Technology or MIT. Um, So they're just going to show a possible sign of conflict in Cambridge. Police escort for Shiri. Maybe they're going after Riri for some tech, maybe. Uh, Who knows? But also speaking of Riri in this is that she is now confirmed. Um, to be in Black Panther 2. It was before, but now on the press circuit for Shang-Chi, uh, Fly gets it a, a lot about different projects, and she is confirmed to make her debut in Wakanda Forever. Um, so the, the one thing that's interesting here is, and I know Monty and I discussed this in, in the group a little bit, uh, You know, is, is Shuri going to be the surrogate for Tony Stark in Riri's story? Because you know from the comics that Stark was kind of her, her mentor, Type thing once they found out that she was getting tech and she could build a suit well with stark being gone you know is shuri going to be uh, her mentor in you know in replacement of stark or are they going to make it maybe she has wakandan background that she doesn't know about it's kind of like um with killmonger um or you know other things along those lines so i hope
1: they. i hope they go down the former rather than yes. the latter yes we've we've seen the latter the the killmonger thing you know i hope they go down the former or just simply you know that the riri and shuri cross paths maybe shuri's on a a, a sort of journey of discovery um to try and find something and she crosses paths with riri and they they you know converse about something i don't know Mm. i mean how big's her part gonna be who knows
0: yeah who knows it could be a cameo you know it should be a major plot point we don't know (laughs)
1: I really like the idea, though. We've seen that a little bit, haven't we, already, where, where um, new characters in the MCU have been kind of just um, just snuck in yep. to another movie, another project, and they've just gone, look, this is, this is them, this is who they are, and then they turn up in another project or their own project, and we've gone, oh, I already saw this person. Yep. And I've kind of got I, – I, they're not just a random. I, I did see them in that movie, that established movie with those established characters, and now they're showing up in their own project.
2: Yeah, kind of like what they did with, uh, on, like Jonathan Jonathan Lee Majors in uh, in Loki. You know, like we had the idea he was coming, maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. I personally thought that they weren't gonna, you know, unveil him that soon. Then all of a sudden he's there, and and then they just snuck him in at the end, though, just like you were saying, at the very very end. And then now we're familiar, but we don't really know. We don't really know much about him. We just have an idea. And then now we're going to see his character expanded upon over the next, I would imagine, few movies, um, you know, from now until Ant-Man. Yeah. The Marvel
1: Corp all really treated us well that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think anybody was expecting him to show up, to be totally yeah. honest. We'd, we'd all spoken about it, hadn't we? How we, yep. we kind of went, oh, yeah, it's definitely going to be Kang or it's definitely going to, or some version of Kang. But yeah, we're not going to see him. We're not going to see him. Everyone was like, no, we definitely won't see him. And then boom, there he is for the whole episode. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Uh,
0: And for you Funko Pop collectors, um, (laughs) I'll just do this one for now until we get to the Eternals one later. But they are releasing an OG Avengers set with each color as an Infinity Stone. So the original OG Avengers, you can buy it as a box set, it looks like, and each one is going to be an Infinity Stone color.
3: Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I might already have that pre-ordered. I'm not going to (laughs)
1: lie.
3: (laughs) Pre-ordered. I was like, I I don't even care. I just got to have it. I
1: broke my T'Challa as Star-Lord today.
3: Oh, no. oh i was
1: absolutely gutted it fell the, the, it fell off the stand and i was like so one of my son's friends come round, and he was like oh is that such and such and i was like yeah, yeah yeah, i'll show you and i took the it was the hydra stomper behind it i took the, and it knocked him and i was like no, no, no. oh and i missed no. it and it's broken off and i'm like oh now i've got to find some glue and yeah but yes. oh, let's not go into the funcos <laughs> all right moving on
0: then uh, so uh jim shooter who was the writer of marvel's original secret yeah. wars event says marvel studios is developing a live action adaptation of the project um he reveals that marvel studios approached him to secure the rights to secret wars for live action adaptation
1: so nice wow this is um, the one yeah i mean huge
2: yeah that's honestly of all the marvel stories that i've wanted to see adapted into the mcu this is very much up there very much up there and it makes sense
0: after the space too so
2: exactly it really does especially now we have multiverse so we have you know they could include the uh, beyonders if they want they can you know the the universe is a lot bigger of a place um, and there's a lot more going on than we originally thought so you know to to expand that into secret wars i think that's brilliant
0: A little bit of what if news here. Um, Michael Rooker has shared his hopes to return as Yondu in a future episode focused on the Ravagers. And honestly, I would mind seeing a Disney Plus Ravager series because there's so much we haven't seen in the MCU with the Ravagers. And we only got like a glimpse of it so far. We got even a bigger glimpse in the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So to even Mm -hmm. see like a a, like a series on Disney Plus will, will be good.
1: There was a post the other yes. day, wasn't there? Monty, you, you yeah. commented on it and I commented on it and I can't remember all of them, but you specifically went back to every single one of them and said, that was a good idea. I'm not fancying yeah. that. I'm yeah. not fancying that. Do you remember what they were?
2: I don't remember each you know, kind of thing. I do remember specifically about this. I remember that with the Ravagers, my kind of, not necessarily retort, but my counter pitch to that was a Peter Quill series of uh, showing him from right after he gets kidnapped yep. to becoming Star Lord. And I think that you could heavily feature the Ravengers in that. But then you also have, you know, obviously Peter Quill's hilarious um you can you know you can play with that there's a lot to there's a lot to work with there and i think that's a little more like meaty than just the ravenger series but i think that would be exceptional and i really love that idea of featuring the ravengers and all that a little bit more heavily yeah i like that too i've also just noticed jarion's t-shirt oh
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) my new one yeah he's he's star lord's t-shirt So yeah, check this. Is, so check
2: this out, Andy. I noticed it before too. It also because it's a child of Star Lord. It also looks like there's an afro coming out of the Star Lord helmet yeah. a little bit. If you <laughs> look at it, the it little does. Little yeah, black. I see
1: your Jari's T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I
2: was like, that would be an amazing T-shirt. I would love. <laughs> I would buy that immediately. So
1: <laughs> for anybody that's just listening.
2: We're talking yeah, about Jarian. Come right. on, Jarian.
1: What we got?
0: No, um, say it one more time because it, it kind of froze there on me. So oh sorry,
1: no, no, I was just I was just saying about the Afro star lord. That yeah, was a <laughs> straight. Um, <laughs> go on, over to you, Matt. What's next? Let's go. All right.
0: Uh, Kevin Feig uh, confirms what if season two will tackle phase four movies. He said that's the fun thing about having the what if series now. We can explore questions just like that, Feig explained. And I will say just as season one is tapping into films and storylines from MCU that you've seen up to this point, season two will definitely incorporate movies from uh, phase four. Uh, and then to go on further, 25 out of 30 log lines pitched to Feige were picked for what if. So, oh, wow.
1: wow. <laughs> Everyone was coming up with random ideas then, obviously. In the, I love the, it. On the writing board. Um, there was a post the other day that actually somebody said that they didn't like um, episode one. They liked episode two more than episode one and the reason was because episode two felt like its own story where episode one felt like a retelling of the first avenger just with peggy in
2: place of yes sure sure well you know what if I, i mean i you know i collect what if that was actually one of the first like series within comics that I, I started to collect multiple of and what if stories they're all over the place sometimes it's just a little change and you know things are just a little bit different like um you know there's a, a comic which is what if the fantastic four all had the same power so what if they all had invisibility what if they all had you know they had things powers what if they all stretch what if they all you know what i mean so that was that you know that was one and then you have You have other uh, what ifs that are, you know, just completely off the wall. And, uh, you know, I think that's the beauty of what if is that you can go kind of both ways with it. You don't necessarily have to be limited to it being its own self-contained story. It can be a take on a more original premise and then just slightly change it a little bit and then, uh, you know, see where that goes. Because, you know, a a little shift of a millimeter can totally, you know, uh, uh, totally change the entire uh, outcome. Yeah, definitely. Yep. So
0: here's an interesting one, and I can and I can see why this happened, but I'll say it first, and then I'll say why. Mm. Michael Keaton is super confused about the Marvel universe, despite having a big role in it. Um, he says, "When I went down to Marvel, things in Atlanta is an entire city dedicated to Marvel. They'll be doing Mar- Marvel movies forever. I'll be dead, and they'll still be doing Marvel <laughs> movies. I'm not in like I know what the f they're talking about. I go, uh huh, and I'm thinking." You may as well be explaining quantum figures right now to me. All I know is um, I just know my guy and I know the basics. So finally they were looking at me and they just started laughing. They said, you don't know what we're talking about. Do you? I said, no, I don't No idea what what you're talking about. I never read stuff, but it's confusing (laughs) because there are so many Marvel movies. And to be honest, I haven't seen many of them. It's really stupid and I'm sorry, but I'm a 47 year old mother. (laughs) <laughs> and I was yeah, just like you're reacting, Monty. I was cracking up reading this article oh, this um, is because I can see it though, especially now because he he started off in the MCU and it looks like he's gonna be transitioning over to the the Sony Spider Verse, whatever they're calling it. And so <laughs> yeah. he's probably getting confused between the two different studios and franchises and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> it, 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 I mean, I, I, mean, without, I I'm, I'm just gonna find. I, I love, I, yeah, I love Michael Keaton as well. Um, I'm just gonna find out how old is he. Does anybody know how old he is? I think he's in his sixties. He's
2: got to be yeah, in sixties. He's, he's yeah.
1: got older. I'm, I'm gonna check. I'm checking it now. I'm why, checking it che- right now. I,
0: why are you checking that? Am I the only one that thinks as he gets older, he's actually turning into Beetlejuice?
1: Am I the only <laughs> one who thinks that?
0: <laughs> so
1: he was born in '51, uh, so that makes him, uh, geez, 70 yeah oh he's
3: 70? 70 oh, 51
1: oh. 70 yeah so, like so, so w- y- when you was reading that Jorian, i was just i just it was just a com- I, I love michael keaton i mean absolutely quality like, you know bow down all it's of that there. stuff you know fantastic og batman yeah absolutely however i was just listening to what you're saying and just thinking it just sounds like my granddad just going i don't know what's going <laughs> on <laughs> And then you're the cloud. Yeah, I know <laughs> what I'm doing. Just tell me where I've got to go, and I'll be there, and I'll do my thing, and then I'm going to leave again. Like he's yeah. like, I don't know what's going on. I can imagine him turning up at the premiere, and going, "What's this movie?" And they're like, "You're in it, Michael." <laughs> Am I? Yeah, you're in it. Do you remember this is the one where you played the guy with the wings? He's like, oh, right, okay, and then he just sits down in his chair and watches the movie.
2: Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious, man. That is that is absolutely hilarious. But, you know, in contrast to that, you had Stan Lee. I mean, granted, he kind of helped create the whole thing, but he was like, what, 90? What he, he was like 90-something when he died, and he was completely, you know, had complete grasp of everything yeah. that was going on, could totally follow. Again, he grew up in it, but you know, still you can you can get it. I, I think if uh, if he can do it, I think even someone like Michael Keaton can uh, can pull it together.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think this is a new concept, though. You know, mm, I think this is true. this is a relatively new concept for cinema. Um, this we, we've got. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but we've got a guest coming on um, soon who's going to be talking about the Marvel Studios and how it's um, evolved over mm-hmm. the years um, it, within the film industry. But um, uh, yeah, I think this is a relatively new thing. I mean, when Michael Keaton done Batman, yeah, okay, Batman was part of DC and part of the Justice League turned up in all these different comics. But fundamentally, Batman, Batman Returns was just part of its own, it was just a in, film and a sequel. Yeah, that was it. True. You know, where now you've got, oh, wait a minute, is it part of that sort of part, you know, universe? Is it that universe? Is it this universe? Then he's got, he's played Batman, he's played Vulture, he's played different do you yep. know what I mean? There's yeah. so, yeah. And, I, and I can Absolutely. understand, especially if he wasn't into it as a, d- personally. You know, he didn't read those things. I can understand that being confusing. Um, yeah anyway moving what's
3: on. what's also funny too and I don't know if any of you know this Jeff Goldblum's actually like the same way like he doesn't even know what's going on and I watched an interview with him and somebody was like so how do you like being in the Marvel universe and he was like I'm sorry what universe and he he, he didn't even know what was <laughs> going on so
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine but do you know what when you said that I was listening I could hear my goblin's voice, Your voice. In my head <laughs> yeah. so that is the exact same thing. like like
0: in just like in ragnarok he's like uh and he laughs
1: right there <laughs>
3: yeah yeah well it started making me think i was like was the asberg thing that he kept on saying was it was when he kept on trying to refer to asgard was that intentional or was that a joke like right
2: <laughs> oh he wow. didn't know
1: he didn't know Good what point. he was doing he yeah. just turned up on set that day and they went they went just do this jeff and he went <laughs> all right okay he just carried on
2: it's a mark of a great actor, though. You know, yeah. these guys can just jump in. They don't even have to know what's going on. They can fit the role. They can just slide right in and just, you know, be, uh, you know, be tombs and, and, and be, you know, the Grandmaster and, and make it work. That's a very, very good point, yep. actually, money. That is,
1: a, I mean, we've sat, I mean, I don't by no means am I meaning to take the mick out oh, no, of at course, all. But that is actually is a solid point. You know, they have no, if they've got no idea what's going on, they can still turn up and be exactly who they're required to be.
0: So, hey, hey yeah. uh, 210, 220, whatever it takes, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mom, Coat?
0: <quote> there. <laughs> yep. All right, Captain America 4. Uh, so yeah. the update uh, spells good news for Anthony Mackey's future MCU. So he's he signed, ready to roll, but Sebastian Stan is uncertain, um, which honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Sebastian Stan much going forward with Captain America, with, with Sam's, because I, I think it's that time where S- Sebastian Stan has gone from a sidekick more to stand on his own. I know it's been rumored that he's going to get his own series, possibly like like a Nomad series or a white wolf type thing in on mm. Disney plus. So I could see that maybe him a cameo in that movie, but not be tied so much to Sam like they were in the previous series. I, I think they kind of ended that on, on a good note. Um, And with that, I've got a note from a, my court stuck here. I've got a note from, um from the, from the group about this, which makes a lot of sense. So this was what Lorenzo uh, Terry. I hope I'm saying this right. His last name. Um, but he had a, a post when I mentioned about this post, he said, Let's not forget that Sam has both Patriots and Torres New Falcon as sidekicks. Bucky can't be a sidekick any longer. He's outgrown that role. So we know that we, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier both teased the Patriots and the new Falcon with Torres. So I mean that this is gonna be a story where he builds up his team that way and we just get like a cameo from Bucky or something like that. Yeah. Yep. So.
1: Yep, happy with that. I think Stan. I think Sebastian Stan has got to take a. I've, he's been. He was great in Falcon and Winter Soldier, yep. wasn't he? I mean, he was. He was, was half of it, it obviously. Yes. So I think yeah, he's got to take a, a front seat at some point. Yeah, nice. and who knows? Yeah. Maybe
0: season two of that show, the way back together. Why the movie? You know, it's more of um, Sam. You know, growing on his own. Mm. So, um, other movie news. So Elizabeth Olsen is reportedly uh, starting in this in the Scarlet Witch movie. So. It looks like we're going to have a Scarlet Witch movie. I'm not sure how they're going to do it. So whether it's going to be, you know, House of M type stuff with X-Men on the horizon or something else, but it sounds like she's getting her own movie.
2: Hmm. Well from I'm the saying. end of uh WandaVision it kind of seemed like they were going to explore the dark hole and the whole mythos and lore behind what a Scarlet Witch even is yep. you know because they kind of need to they need to you know explain that for the MCU folks I mean us you know comic book fans we know what that means but it's kind of got a little bit of a different nuanced meaning so uh you know I'm I'm, I'm for it I yeah. I, I like to, I'm I'm looking forward to see it I know Agatha's Alex still is still out there as well. So yeah, I know Alex is sort of
1: has gone down a whole ghost rider sort of path recently. I mean, could could that maybe bring that whole side of the MCU together do you think mate?
3: Well, you know, I've, I know like in the past, there is like that link to the Darkhold there. So, you know, they could always tie it to that and yep. maybe bring Ghost Rider in, tying him to the Darkhold, maybe. But then they also did that in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, you know, it's like, do they really want to do that again? Do they want to do something completely different? You know, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's definitely something to think about, I guess.
0: Maybe go the whole Chithon route, maybe in the movie, you know. Yeah. She has to pull Agatha back out of her. Her whatever she's in right now with her being hypnotized, um, in in um that town they were in. Who knows? Maybe Vision searching for Vision. Even all uh, depends if they're going to do a one division season two as well. So yeah, yeah. It's, all right. It. It- Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, you're fine. Uh,
3: Keep going. I'm sorry. I, 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 I was just going to say it was an interesting way to end that show because now, you know, there's the rumblings that Agatha will show back up yep. hopefully in the near future. But it it was just like the way that show ended. It was kind of like, all right, all right, Agatha, we're just going to leave you here and, and forget about you for a while. So it, it it's kind of strange how that worked out.
0: Oh,
2: played out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, She-Hulk, uh, filming appears to have wrapped. So, it was either the stunt coordinator or, or one of the runners, basically posted a picture on Instagram saying, "My wrap gift," uh, that she bought herself like a big trailer or something. So, She-Hulk may be done filming, and maybe they're to the phase where they're on the cutting room floor to get ready for a Disney Plus uh, showing.
2: Fantastic! I can't wait to see it. You know, um, I, I got my uh, my She-Hulk number one on the, on the shelf here, uh, collecting dust, waiting to, you know, get that nice little bump. Cause uh, you know, just, (laughs) just in case, just explaining for the viewers uh, who, you know, may or may not know whenever, you know, if you have comics and aren't that are featured in the MCU, you just get a massive bump on value. You know, there was like a relatively um, you know, inconsequential issue, uh, which was the first issue that showed it was a West Coast Avengers that showed the vision in his all white form Mm. because previously he had the green and red kind of uh, ensemble. That issue was, you know, going for a dollar, a couple dollars. That issue, you can't get that issue for under a hundred, you know, now. I mean, maybe now because it's calmed down a little bit, but that's, you know, just goes to show you like what you get out of, uh, you know, collecting alongside, you know, being an MCU fan, which I love it. And it's always when the rumors start to, that, that happens. <laughs> yeah, you, you know,
3: like you can't like hear the rumor and go out and buy
0: the book. The price is already gone.
1: No, nope. right? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're too late. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and then speaking of uh, She-Hulk too, it, it was reported that she'll be breaking the fourth wall in her series. Jennifer Walters will, and Deadpool. she's and if, correct me if I'm wrong, I think she's like the original um, breaking the fourth wall type character in the comics. Um, so we'll be getting that. And even though Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool was the first one in the movies. You know, she's the OG one when it comes to mm-hmm. the comics. So
2: nice. Glad to see it. She's a great uh, character.
0: And hopefully we'll see her teasing in No Way Home, maybe possibly. You know, if it's not Matt Murdock, maybe a Jennifer Walters making a cameo as Parker's lawyer, you know, mm-hmm. with
1: all of his downfall. And and that there leads back to what we were saying, um, about Riri showing up in yep. Black Panther and just introducing these um slightly lesser-known characters to non-comic book readers in a more well-known, well-established MCU um, franchise, you know, whether it's Black Panther or whether it's Spider-Man, you know, it's introducing this kind of lesser-known character to the greater audience in a project that's already got its fan base. And then saying, look, you know, that person's going to be in this show or this movie going forward. So. Makes sense.
0: And then speaking of uh, No Way Home, um, Spider Man 3 uh, cast members, uh, so Tom Holland was spotted with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Zendaya amid No Way Home reshoots. So basically, the, the news is they were sitting down having dinner in LA. Those in attendance uh, were Tom Holland, Holland's brother, Zendaya, Benedict Cumberbatch, Jacob Battalion, um, and Battalion's girlfriend, same time as reshoots were happening.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's that's normal, I think, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. For most movies, they'll have yeah. reshoots. We're still a few months out from that. So, you know. Yeah, they're um, still
2: co are still co-workers, you know, at the end of it all, you know. So it's kind of like uh, you know, you go out to dinner, or you may go to the to the pub or bar after work and you know, get some dinner, get some cocktails, have some food, just chop it up, talk about what's going on. So yeah, I, I think that's uh I think that's not too out of the ordinary, but it is very interesting.
0: Yep. Yeah. Mm. And then everyone wants to know about the trailer. Um, So before I get into (laughs) uh, FIG's quote about it, um, Cinecon starts tomorrow in Vegas. And Cinecon is that basically it's for movie theater execs. Um, And it has been reported that there's a private trailer for the theater execs, which could possibly lead to a public trailer. Everyone thinks that because Cinecon's happening this week that we're going to get a public trailer. We'll see. But again, on the FIG, I'm sorry, on the Shang-Chi circuit, um, media circuit, Feig did address the trailer, and he said, honestly, I've seen the fever online. It has not necessarily occurred to me that it is any more or less secret than any of our projects. I think all of our projects, we want to preserve surprises. That's all That's all the secrecy is for. So he confirmed that the film will be in theaters on December 17th, while sarcastically adding that there will be a trail before that, fans can be assured. <laughs>
1: so okay so they, that, that debunks my theory that there's going to be no trailer then <laughs> which i'm quite disappointed about because that now means i've got to watch it <laughs> you don't have to I, no, I, I how can i come on and do this without, watching, <laughs> without i'll just come on and just put the fingers in the ears while you lot talk about a uh, spider-man yeah. no way home trailer in a few and, weeks time
0: and honestly the, the trailer could be just them showing the three you know the, the toy league stuff the suits you know there's been so many leaks with toys they could show the three shoots. They could show, have some music. They could have him doing some fight scene against Doc Ock. And that'd be it
1: because we know that's all out there. I like he's, um, he's, uh, complete sort of ignorance of the fact that, oh, I didn't realise there was any buzz about it. Oh, I didn't. Oh, leave off, Kev. Leave off. We're like, what, three months away from a movie and we've not had a trailer. We've had two for um, for Eternals. You know, we've had all these sort of uh, conversations about Hawkeye, which are coming around about the same time. And what, you, you wasn't surprised that we was all talking about it. Yeah. And this yeah, is it's like
3: cool. built up to be the most anticipated movie this year and probably yep. in the MCU
1: completely. I mean, it's probably point, some thin like, game.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man's
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be, it's, it's a big one, isn't it? It's a, it's a big, um, it's going to answer a lot of questions, I think.
0: And speaking of a flag again and more Shang-Chi press circuit, um, Avengers five has been addressed. So he says, I think we want mm-hmm. to be a reasonable amount of time from in game to start a new saga, which is already underway and already started. And then you need time, as you did in phase one, to build that saga before you start bringing everyone together. He also talked about uh, Avengers will find their footing in phase four um, or how they'll find their footing in phase four. He said that is a great question. And I think you'll see that the question addressed and people struggling with that very question within the MC right now. I think post end game and with Tony being off the board and Steve Rogers being off the board. So there you go. No more Tony, no more Steve. Again, being yeah. said um, Sam Wilson is a new captain America, of course, but what does it mean to be an Avenger? And there is a core team question, you know, asking a question and who's leading it and who's financing it. Cause remember cap, you know, Rogers was the leader. Tony was the financer. So who's financing this new team? Who's the new leader? Uh, that is very much an under uh, current that will, uh, while not at the forefront of many of the current stories, is certainly a question that is lingering in the background. Mm. So, you know, does Wakanda become the new financier, possibly?
2: Maybe, uh, Mark, maybe Mark Spector from uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Um, mm. does Pepper He's a still, rich guy.
0: Yeah, does Pepper step in as being the head of Stark Industries and all that kind of stuff? So that's a good, maybe it's uh, multiple people. That's a good question.
2: Yeah, there's or- a lot.
1: there's a lot going on there.
2: Yep. Or do they go dark Avengers and then we have, have like, Norman a, Osborne and we have Norman Osborn being like the funding, and then we have the, you know, kind of like a rebellious, like actual hero Avengers working alongside, and
0: there's yeah, a, that lot was, of, a lot
2: of routes. That, that secret buyer from of. the
0: Ant Man, the Wasp? Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, that was kind of my fault, Monty, actually, that, mm. that you would get that we're going to go down that Dark Avengers Thunderbolts route with with yep. Osborne or Ross or Val or whoever funding this project yep. and then have – because they've kind of touched on that already in a way with Sam struggling to get his you know, mortgage yeah. for his house and to, to his, the mortgage for the boat, isn't it? And are we going to get this kind of um, – almost like secret avengers like these are sort of underground avengers that aren't really funded by a lot of uh, you know a lot of money i mean dead um, sorry uh, dead of you know in the netflix shows didn't really have any funding it was kind of he was kind of you know he Just whatever he could find, couldn't he?
2: Fortunately, he was a lawyer, but I mean, he wasn't a lawyer of like, you know, corporate law. He was defending like regular, you know, regular people. So he didn't really make a ton of money. Although he had a very nice apartment for New York City standards.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they all seem to though don't they you see these apartments and you like uh, so we, we like watching them um, me and my family like watching new girl with mm, zoe deshanel yep. uh we love it and they've got this amazing none of them have got really great jobs and they've got this amazing apartment between yeah. the four of them and it's like wow how do you afford that in la <laughs> it's like this incredible loft apartment Yeah, um, plot, that's uh, plot armor <laughs> yeah yeah that's it yeah uh, sorry joe carry on I'll no you're rest. fine
0: uh captain marvel 2 uh nia da teases that the Marvels is very different from Captain Marvel. She said I am obsessed with how we all deal with our pain and trauma and there's some of that in the story which leads me to see that we're probably going to see a big thing with Monica and Maria and what mm-hmm. we saw with the snap with Monica coming back after Maria's death and the whole relationship between Carol and Maria as well along with if there's any animosity from Monica as
1: well. Mm-hmm. So That's going to be really interesting to see how they bring all those characters together yep. in, um, in the Marvels because it's being yeah. a dark story so mm-hmm.
2: i've been absolutely dying to see how they expand uh, monica rambo's character because they really left us on this teaser cliffhanger with uh wandavision they showed that she's powered now she's got her abilities and and if she's anything even remotely like the comics she's going to be an absolute powerhouse on par with captain marvel on par with thor on par with you know all the top heavy hitters in the MCU today. So I just can't wait to see where they go with that.
0: I'm just wondering who's she gonna be? Photon, Spectrum.
2: Right. That know? too. Exactly. Yeah. Like what iteration of her power set are we going to see? Is that's a really good question.
0: So Deadpool 3. Um, Marvel knows release date window for Ryan Reynolds sequel. Again, five on the Shang-Chi circuit, you know, like <laughs> more stuff here. Um, he has stated that Deadpool 3 will remain rated R. Uh, when asked great. if the team had penciled in a release window for the threequel, Phi confirmed that this was uh, the case. He continued to reveal that the script is in the works that star Ryan Reynolds is working very hard on it and with our writers as we speak. So cool.
2: So he's having input on the writing and did, did he have input on the other of the other movies? I would yes. imagine. But yeah, that's great. I, I, think was, I think movie.
1: he was I think he was I think he was an executive producer on yeah. it, wasn't he? I mean I don't know. I'm not quote me. I that. think he was I think he was one of them on, on the movie. Yeah, I'm, sure, check, I'm but
2: sure he was.
0: Yeah, but I know he's had a lot of input in the Deadpool movies.
2: Glad so. to hear it. He is hilarious. Agreed. I,
1: yeah. again I know I spoke about it last week, monthly, when we was on The Three of Us, mm-hmm. and um I said I watched Free Guy. I don't know if you've seen it. Um I watched it uh, Yeah, last... but I will. Yeah, it's, it's on my list. Um, yeah, excellent. Loved it. Love Ryan Reynolds. I'm still
0: keeping hope for a Marks with the Mouth movie, Deadpool vs. Taskmaster. I'm still hoping, keeping hope for that one. I'd love and that, watch that movie. Anyways, I won't get down that path. Uh, yeah. Armor Wars. Um, Armor Wars uh, finds its head writer and Yasser Lester. Uh, the project is still in early development with no director attached to the project. Um, but the nice thing is that Lester has worked with Cheadle in the Showtime series Black Monday. And he made a very promising pitch that has the executives and its main star quite excited. So there's some continuity there with, between Lester and Cheadle because, you know, Black Monday show. So, and they're excited for, it. I'm looking forward to it. I wonder where they're going to go with that show is, you know, vision and um, one Riri, another one, you know, mm-hmm. where are they going to go with it? You know, an extension of Falcon winter soldier with uh, Sharon Carter. So um um, yeah, interesting I'm in the way they're gonna go with that movie. Very right, excited
2: series. to see the expansion of uh, Don Cheadle into kind of a more primary, a little bit more of a leading guy role because I don't know if you guys have seen Black Monday. I don't know if you guys have seen other movies with Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle is an exceptional yes. actor. And I think yeah, he's he being is criminally, criminally underutilized in the MCU. <laughs> As kind of like relegated to this kind of side character in James Rhodes, I think that he has so much more to offer. And you know, I mean, listen, James Rhodes took the, you know, he had the uh, he had the spotlight for a while. He was in the comics yep. actually Iron Man, yep. and for for quite some time. So I, you know, I I'm I'm all for it. Give me all the Don Cheadle, and you know, boost him up as much as possible because he is an exceptional actor who can I- do it.
1: I'd like to see his ser- not serious side but his 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 professional side. Yeah. I think at the moment I don't think we've really seen that. We've seen no. kind of, we've seen kind of his sort of comic relief kind of side to Tony and um I think we need to see um James Rhodes is you know actual this is he's Colonel Rhodes, you know. That's we it. need to see this. Like let's see him being this top military figure. I'd really like to see that.
2: Couldn't agree more.
1: Have <laughs> you seen
3: Okay, go ahead, Alex. I was just gonna say, I feel like the last time I saw that was probably an Iron Man too. Yes, and and that's unfortunate because you know he 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 does an awesome job playing a serious role at the same time being really good at comic relief. So who knows?
0: Yeah, when they had that fight, he took he took the suit and he was like, "Everyone, get out!" That that whole scene right there, and just how he handled with Tony and Tony's path of thinking he's dying. That that was a great showing of what Don Cheadle can do. But speaking of Don Cheadle, you know, I'm sorry, I keep spotting and laughing. Have you mm-hmm. seen that interview with him and Kevin Hart? <laughs> when he, wow. when uh, go look at the Kevin Hart Don Cheadle interview because uh, I guess Kevin Hart didn't realize how old Don Cheadle was and the way he replied to him and the look that Don Cheadle gave Kevin Hart, I was dying laughing <laughs> when I saw that. <laughs> so go look at that interview with those two because it, it's hilarious. Okay. Um, Fantastic Four news. Um, it will feature, um, and this is more from the press junket. Kevin Feige has been spilling some tea out there. Um, as he's uh, promoting shang Chi circuit. Um, he says, Fantastic Four reboot will feature beautiful combination of established actors and newcomers. Um, so, it, you know, I, with, with that team of those four, we could see some newcomers like they've done in the past with some established actors. You know, it's kind of what they did with, you know, the, uh, early on Avengers. Um, he said, I think the MCU is a beautiful combination of both established actors and new faces. I think you look no further than Simi Liu and Shang-Chi like Chris Himesworth, like Tom Hiddleston, like Tom Holland, an actor that hadn't um, been seen by a tremendous amount of people before, or you have a Benedict Cumberbatch stepping into Doctor Strange or Kristen Bale stepping into gore in um, in our Thor film. It's always a beautiful combination of both, and it's really about the search for the best actor for the job, whether the actor is known to the world or not. So...
1: Not forgetting, we've got Russell Crowe turning up in Love and Thunder yes. as well. yeah. I mean that's a massive coup isn't
2: it really yeah left, left DC to come to Marvel now you know <laughs> and um I yeah I can't wait to see it because now that you know that's just so huge for for the Marvel continuity for the MCU continuity now we yep. have Zeus involved we're gonna have the Sky Fathers are we gonna have the whole uh pantheon of gods like what does that mean like yeah Absolutely, and then now we have such an established actor like that playing that role. But then also, you know, like like they said, they have Tom Holland and all these other kind of newer actors. I, I love the mix, and and I would love to see you know what they're going to bring us with Fantastic Four.
0: I would mm. almost hope that the 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 three that are you know normal looking, not not the thing, but those three are all new people, and maybe mm. the thing is the glue, who are voices the thing. Mm. Even before, and depends on they do the story. You know, if they're doing an origin story again, which I hope they don't. I hope they do it similar to Spider-Man um, and it all depends there. And so maybe they'll have that person be kind of the, the headline actor for the voice of Ben Grimm slash the thing. And the other ones all younger or newer actors, not necessarily mm-hmm. young, younger, but just newer actors.
2: Like what they did with, like, uh, Rocket Raccoon and Groot.
1: Yes, I I was going to say the exact same thing, actually, Monty. I mean, uh, Zoe Saldana, obviously, she had been in um, Avatar, but again, not as herself. And yeah, she'd been, I think, uh, Star Trek had come out before that, but relatively still unknown. Chris Pratt, obviously, I know he'd been in Parks and Recreation. Parks yeah, and but he rec, yeah. yeah, but he was yeah. the only
0: comedic until Zero Dark again. Thirty. Chris Pat was mainly a comedic actor. Yeah, so. relatively
1: unknown. Yeah. Dave Batista, again, not on the acting circuit. The wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the two biggest actors in the Guardians of the Galaxy didn't play themselves. Uh, as yep. in, di- you didn't see their faces, Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel. Vin so, Diesel. yeah, I mean, uh, uh, let's, 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 yeah, I'm all for that. The thing being... The Rock or whatever, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That, that'd be ironic, <laughs> wouldn't it? Actually, <laughs>
2: The Rock playing The Rock. The rock. I that didn't even think about the, that. The yeah. Rock playing The um, Rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but
1: whoever, and then yeah, the, the uh, Reed, uh, Sue, and Johnny being um, newcomers.
0: Yeah, or I could see them doing like Sue being an uh, established actress, and then going everybody else new as well. Yeah. I, don't, I think Reed, they need to bring someone like older, that's mm. a newer actor in. I think
2: possibly. Reed I is going to be so important. Whoever yeah. they pick as Reed, they really have to nail that mm. role because I he th- really is the guy.
1: I agree. I threw in a comment, a, a post on the group the other day. Mm. Uh, Jay Harrington from SWAT. Yes. As, I mean, it, not necessarily on his acting ability. I've only ever seen him in SWAT and as great as SWAT is, my, my 11-year-old son loves it um, mm. but as great as SWAT is, I've not seen him in anything else so I'm not going to comment too much because obviously that's the material that he's working with but as regards to looks and demeanor, I think he'd be be—he'd be great. He's sort of, yes. you know, six foot he's older, he's got that kind of serious look. He could probably pull off being a little bit of an arsehole as well because Reed is, let's face yes. it, he's not, yeah. he's not totally a good guy, is he really? He'll do kind of whatever it's Takes, um, mm-hmm. even if that means being a bit of a bit of a dick. I, <laughs> yeah. I would say Tony Stark, Ultron
0: times two, maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: Much.
1: And so. do you know what? I'd like. I think. I think I said this before about. Um, I'd like to see that when we get Charles Xavier as well. As much as I loved um, Patrick Stewart, fantastic, he, he's too nice. Yeah. He was too nice, but Charles Xavier again, like Reed, was a bit of a dick. It he was kind of dark yeah he was he was mean weren't he he was mean and And he had all
2: those he had those all those like undercurrent like you know kind of backhanded things like he's part of the illuminati he also had all these like unrequited feelings for gene gray all those years that they never talked about so there's a lot with charles xavier ulterior
1: motives so Uh, just just throwing it out there kevin spacey no sorry not kevin spacey what am i talking about um (laughs) uh draco malfoy no not draco malfoy who's dad Um, (laughs) lucius lucius malfoy jason
2: isaacs Mm -hmm. i got there i got
1: there in the end i got there
2: yeah (laughs) i was like where's he going (laughs) yeah Yeah, 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 it's like dead to the world i feel like these days
1: i'm not sure i'm not sure sure where i was going it's late i've had like a whole bottle of red wine leave me alone Ah, yeah but if if you Uh,
0: think if you think robert dying jr was a big risk for the mcu he uh, was. Kevin oh, Spacey's yeah. even
1: bigger. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that, is you. <laughs> that is true. But anyway, Jason Isaacs for um, Charles Xavier. I like that. Just mm-hmm. just my shout. Anyway, move it on, Jaren, okay. before we get into too many fan castings.
0: All right, in Eternals. So we're getting to the end of the news. So first yep. up Eternals, then we'll get into um,
1: Shang-Chi. And this is one of our big ones, isn't it? Yes. The trailer.
0: Yes. Um, so he's also said that for Eternals, preference is theater, but Feig also said, we will see where it goes for dual release. So obviously keeping on the eye of state of things, we'll see possibly as well. Um, they will explore their absence during in-game. Uh, um, so we know that's coming. And we've seen in the latest trailer that they were saying, unless Deviants, they can't interfere. Um, the film was inspired by Tony and Steve's friendship. It's a little bit like being on a road trip with nine of your closest friends for 7,000 years. In development, we joked that if it's like um, Tony Stark and Steve Rogers lived together for that long, their friendship will turn into frenemies and, and then turn into enemies and then come back to friendship because you have that common bond. It's like a family. Um, new trailer, we see RSHM, the Judge Celestial. And I know there's been controversy about this, but um, the Lego set says it. And I'll get Lego sets here in a minute, but the Lego set says it's him. Um, also know that the power of people returning from the snap is why they're interfering. Um, they were instructed not to interfere unless deviants were involved. And then going forward with that, Funko Pops have also leaked of the Eternals, including a Jumbo-sized Celestial. All the Eternals with some exclusives in different forms, 13 total. And there's also the LEGO sets making the rounds again, which we see four of them making the rounds, including one that says that that is RSHM, the Judge, and we also see their ship. Um, now, that statement is interesting because um, um, Clayton um, I can't remember his last name in the group posted a a theory. Um, And it almost sounds like that could be with Icarus Um, that, you know, he kind of broke down the trailer and noticed some things and I'm not going to go too deep into it. You guys can go find that in the group. Um, But it seems like friends, frenemy and then friend again with his possible character, which I think might piss some people off.
1: Mm. So. Um, uh, just, just going into the trailer, really great, a great trailer again. I'm, I, I mean, I'm super looking forward to the turnos. I don't know much about it. Um Neil Gaiman, no, who was the run? Someone give me the writer's name. I think Neil Gaiman did like Neil one Gaiman. of the later ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah, that's the only bit of Eternals knowledge I've got from the comics. So I'm really looking forward to them introducing these guys. I don't know about um, what, I mean, Alex, you've just, you just banged out his name now. I don't know what you're thinking about Eternals. <laughs> so, so uh, I, I'm a big
3: fan of, uh, I, I don't know if you ever heard of this. It's called the endless it's from DC and Neil Gaiman also wrote that. And okay. so I, I've kind of read some Neil Gaiman stuff. I actually haven't read his Eternals run, but if it's anything like the endless, Oh, I, I'm so excited for it. Like, you know, um, it's, it's definitely like a, uh, he's just a great writer. He's a great storyteller. And he tells like some very like different stories. Um, kind of, kind of like a, a big curveball, I guess you could say something you would never expect when you're reading the stories. So
1: and the Neil yeah. Gaiman story that I've read, um, they've kind of all forgotten who they are. Right, and, exactly. And I was just yeah, going to say that. Yeah, that, I tell you what, Monty, going, you'll probably. I mean, I've read it, but
2: you know. no, no. I mean, yeah, it's just basically, you know, he, uh, he he comes from a standpoint of they've kind of forgotten who they were, and and they've all you know kind of got to find each other over time, which is somewhat in contrast to what we've seen in the trailer, which by the way, I think is an excellent trailer. So where that contrast from the trailer is that that they only got here just 7,000 years ago, whereas, in The comic books, the Eternals have been here the entire time, all along. They, you know, they branched out, they went to the moon uh, of, of Jupiter to Titan. Um, so that's where you know you get the Lars is over there, and 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 then he has his son, which is Thanos, uh, as well as their his other son, which is Eros, uh, or Star Fox, depending on you know how you want to, you know, uh, you know, what you prefer. Um, so it'd be interesting to see, you know, how they're going to play with that are they going to have it that the Eternals were here and then they all left or were some here and then some some left are they going to do that like I, I'm, I'm very interested to see how that ends up playing out but uh but I really love that run that Gaiman run where you know where they all forget you know kind of where they are and they forget their past and, that's, and I uh, think this is I think this is a,
1: a similar take on that. They've not necessarily forgotten their past, but they've they've left their past as Eternals or the powered people behind and kind of living normal lives yes. within you know society. And then obviously something's happened, and they've had to come back together as Eternals to to you know, with these powered beings to to fight off the, the deviants, which is similar to that Gaiman run, obviously using different mechanisms there. They haven't forgotten who they are. Well, it doesn't seem like that from the trailer anyway. Right. Um, so and it looks like they're going to go down that route sort of. So if they're taking inspiration from that Neil Gaiman run, then yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that.
2: And they talk about in the trailer, the emergence, which I thought was extremely interesting because they can go so many routes with that. It could be, you know, and I've kind of talked about this in one of my posts on, on you know, in the group about the uh, celestial egg, where that's a concept where celestials implant their eggs within the cores of the planet. They manipulate the genes of, of, of the whatever race is on that planet to kind of be like an immune system for, to protect the egg inside of the planet. So, you know, they might go that route with the emergence, meaning the emergence of a new celestial. Or do they mean that it's the emergence of deviants? Maybe the Eternals were successful in fighting the deviants off at some point 7,000 years or whatever ago. Um, and then they were able to kind of shut, you know, shut that down and 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 leave them. You know uh in you know kind of like uh what was that uh, the, the actually the chris pratt recent movie where uh you know they have tomorrow aliens, war. tomorrow yeah. war exactly where they were kind of there it turns yeah. out they were there the whole time and then they emerged yep. one day you know maybe do yeah. something like that which, i don't know or which is it the point. emergence of mutants
0: yeah which yeah. you make a good point though though because there's that one chiller shot when they're talking about the, the snap return had some cosmic energy that, 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 that caused something and like Andy, with the motion that, there. Yeah. Yeah. That that something <laughs> was going down towards the earth. Was that a cosmic or a celestial egg right there? Yeah.
1: You know, and then, and, then there's yeah. that explosion, isn't it? Yep. You see that the, the, it looks like a tidal wave in the earth. Yep. Uh, like the, the coast going in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, whether, you know, we know what trailers are like, they play with your mind a little bit don't they? Yeah. sometimes, but it's kind of along those lines, isn't it? So yeah. who knows. Yeah,
2: Go ahead. Yeah, that plays into and that also, you know, coming back to what we were talking about with Black Panther, we know that Namor is going to be a part of the, uh, you know, Black Panther 2 is going to be an integral part of that, that war between Wakanda and Atlantis. Atlantis, for those who don't know, the reason Atlantis even sunk was because of the Celestials. Mm-hmm. The Celestials oh, wow. actually. So there's a tie in there. There exists a tie in in the comics, at least between the Celestials and Atlantis because, you know, you had the Deviants, you had the, the humans, and you had the Eternals, they were all fighting and they sunk Atlantis into the sea, um, you know, kind of because of the their kind of relationship with like Deviants and, and how the, there was a war going on at that time.
1: That's really interesting. I didn't know that. That's, yeah. that's I, I, Do you know what? I mean, I sit there and go, oh, yeah, w- you know, we, even, even us, even, even having you know you guys on here, um, oh yeah, we know everything. But you, you got to remember, they've got these team of writers that are just literally know everything. Yeah. So are they pulling these little bits in and timing the releases of these movies together just to, just to, you know, draw inspiration from stories? It's, oh, it's yep. incredible. And so it's incredible. we could be seeing three, hun-
0: three, fr- uh, three fronts here. Um, yes. Mutant, mutant gene. Um, we could see uh, the Atlantis one, um, mm-hmm. and then I just forgot the third one. <laughs> um,
2: Maybe something else. Though. The the celestial what celestial egg situation?
0: Yeah. Or? Well, well, so yeah, the celestial egg situation, the mutants tie in, um, and the Atlantis tie in with the uh, Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever. So, right. um, so you know, we'll see where this goes. This could be one of those films that you know has branches out to multiple things. it's almost like a a Thor movie in a kind of a way how Thor was kind of that one that kind of touched everything. This could Mm -hmm. be one of those movies that touches everything.
2: I think so. I think they're definitely going to do that. That's that was a great analogy by the way because I was like when Eternals first came I've been this whole time I've been very apprehensive about the Eternals. I'm like you know are people going to get it they're not that popular of characters whatever the case may be but then I saw this trailer and it totally just wiped away a lot of my apprehension and you know kind of exactly to your point point.
1: Oh. and then
0: also what's been teased too is that it's going to be like kind of like a triangle love story in this film with cersei being at the center of it so yes we know that her and a car and icarus have a big you know history together but it seems like you know and that could be the past stuff but it seems like present day she's with the black knight dane whitman um in this movie so Going off that, and this what we saw from the last trailer, I don't think we'll see a big Black Knight presence in this movie. I think it's going to be more of a tease or an introduction type thing with Black Knight and not being a big
1: part of the story, is my guess. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I Yeah, sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you with a cough. I, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, no, I was kidding. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't hold that out any longer. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. but And I think that um, Kit Harrington is going to play a huge part going forward. Yes, I think he's going to play a huge setup film for him. I think. Yep, absolutely. I think he's really going to be heavily involved in the MCU for me. I don't think this is a bit part for him at all. And mm-hmm.
0: I got a question for you guys. I saw an article um, today um, that was kind of comparing um, the Eternals to the Justice League. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that?
1: The movie, or just the group? Just,
0: just in general, because they, they kind of compared. And the two major comparisons was was Icarus and Superman and uh, uh, Athena and, um,
1: Wonder Woman. Woman. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you got Macari and flash. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. I mean, I can see the, I can see the comparison, but you know, whereas the Eternals are more of a, of a family, the, the justice league is kind of a, uh, you know, they they're kind of this patchwork of of necessary friendships that that, thing. that have come yeah. together. Honestly, I compare the Justice League more to the Avengers, Avengers yeah. Yeah. than I would yeah. to uh, to the Eternals.
1: Alex, I know you're a big DC fan. What do you think about it?
3: Uh, you know, honestly, I kind of agree with Monty on that one. Um, uh, just because DC's kind of got this—you take Batman, you take the Flash, you take Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, you know, Superman—you you take all those characters, Aquaman. I'm sure I'm missing somebody like Cyborg, or, or you know, you take all those characters. They all are kind of just pushed together when the story is right. Like, and right. and they kind of did that in the first Avengers movie, but yep. they stuck together. Though so that's that's the difference. The the DC kind of doesn't always do that. They kind of just go, you know, way off the rails sometimes. So.
1: Mm-hmm. I think as well, looking at just purely just taking taking away, whether they're a family or whether they're pushed together through circumstance or because, you know, whoever Amanda Waller, Nick Fury, whoever wants to make them come together, um, wants you know, get them together, looking just purely at power sets. I mean, how many different powers can, can mm-hmm. we make mm-hmm. up? I mean, super speed Mm -hmm. i mean just generally speaking if you just went out on the street and just asked somebody name me a superpower you're probably going to get flight strength strength. speed you know x-ray vision invisibility you know there's standards isn't there so if you get a group of people a group together you're probably going to have a group that's got these standard power sets so i mean i get it but i mean it's just it's I think, you know, comparing their powers to somebody else is probably too simple. It's a bit more complex than that. Like right. you guys have just said, it's not just about their powers. As such, it's about how they got together, how they've stayed together, their dynamic between the group, why they've stayed together. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So, yes, okay, fine. Icarus can fly and shoot laser beams. So can Superman. That doesn't mean – that just means they can do the same thing. It doesn't mean they're the same person. It doesn't mean they're they're in it for the same reason. Exactly. Exactly.
3: Okay, uh, and one one more quick thing, you know, not to not to be negative towards Superman, but you know, his powers have just evolved from the very beginning. Like Superman couldn't even fly at one point. Yeah. So yeah, you know he's yeah yeah. So you know it it's always been one of those things where like he always just over the years gets another power, gets another power, gets another power. So.
0: All right, so moving on to Shang Chi, um, Trevor Slattery is back. All right, so we had the premiere last week. Um, We also saw that um, that they had some early showings in some cities on the 18th as well. Um, But he's back in the movie. Uh, There's even a screen cap of him. So Sir Ben Kingsley is in the movie and he's shown back with um, back with the similar monk type type of wardrobe that we see Katie um, who is Aquafina's character when she has the bow similar as well. So, that's interesting. You know, is there some tie there from the one-shot stuff after Iron Man three with, with him? Um, but it's interesting to see, you know, again, where's that tie coming from? We we already know there's some 10 ring stuff, some ties back to the original Iron Man that have been already talked about already, but that Trevor Slattery thing is putting some more continuity there.
1: It's really interesting because this is a long time after yeah. that as well. I mean, you think this is 2023 we're talking about. That was 26 that was after avengers the first
0: avengers so
1: yeah christ that yeah. was even longer ago now yeah probably 2014 yeah. Yeah, we're talking nearly 10, 10 years. years yeah so it'd be interesting to see where trevor slattery f- fits into this story
0: yeah is a flashback or you know is it present time and in him seeing and, and i keep seeing that, that photo of aquafina katie's character in that same gear that same red robe type of uh wardrobe um with that bow and i keep thinking there's more of the, her than comic relief of being yeah, Shang-Chi's friend. I think she's part of them, that monks, or even working for his dad. Maybe I don't know, but there's something more to her.
1: It's it's, it's a common plot um, idea, isn't it? You know, you've got this character. Let's put a char- Let's put somebody with them to guide them through yep. their journey. You know, and and not let them on that they're from this sort of organization, but they're kind of just they don't really know what's going on, but yep. they're actually a co- you know, covertly there pushing him in a certain direction so yeah that'd be interesting to see how, you know, if be she fits into that
0: yeah it'll be interesting so we, we don't really know the death dealer um behind the mask Ooh. would it be interesting though if that she is on his dad's side to the begin in the beginning keeping an eye on him and is As a death dealer, death dealer. and mm. then later on she changes sides mm. double yes i don't know mm. i'm just i thought about that
1: but yeah, anyways, if- and we know, and we know that that's obviously set. Like I, like I just touched on there, it's set. They've confirmed. Uh, that, was that what you was going to say next? That it's no. confirmed that it's set in the present yep. day MCU. So we've been theorizing when Shang Chi is going to be set. Yeah. Is it going to be in the five year blip? Is it going to be any other time, or is it going to be in the present day MCU? And it is in the present MCU. Correct. That, that present uh, present day MCU. So that's um, that's an interesting. Um, Point there, I think.
0: And then um, as far as those comments about Shang-Chi being an experiment, uh, Feig addressed those as well. More stuff from the press circuit. Um, He said, um, you know, um, talking about Simi Liu, he's not a shy man. I think in that particular tweet, you can see, and I think everyone does, a misunderstanding. Um, It was not the intention. The proof is in the movie and we swing for the fences as we always do. With the amount of creative energy we uh, put in in the budget. Um, there's no expense spared to bring the origin story to the screen. So,
1: I mean, wonderful. What yeah. is yeah? What does that mean to the average man? Who knows?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but I, I just wish you know the experience thing. I I still think was were bad comments
1: on uh, on part. Yeah, I, you know, sometimes I wish these people would just shut. Yeah, just shut up and just give us the entertainment. You know, mm-hmm. stop bringing these politics and corporate stuff into it like do do we need to know that i don't know i just i think as fans like if we just want to enjoy this content yeah we probably don't as we glazed over the the piece of news the other week jorian we just sort of went look that's what it is we don't really know anything let's just move on
0: and all the reviews from from shang chi that i'm reading are really really good and you know i read a lot of um charles murphy stuff and murphy's multiverse is one of my go-to places for a lot of stuff and he was his tweets are about the movie um, and just him after him after them seeing it because of more just him. Um, they were really, really good about the movie. And some people are, are um, describing it as a classic Kung Fu uh, Kung Fu film with family drama.
1: Oh, brilliant. So, because I love a love good it. Kung Fu yes. movie. I watched I watched Ip Man the other day. Ip Man, I was just <laughs> going to say that. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Just I, did, I just, just
0: hope, I just hope we get some Wu Tang music and in, in, at some point in the movie because that yeah. just ties it all together for me. Because uh, I, that would yeah, be
1: phenomenal, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Phenomenal. I love that. I love that style, that that Kung Fu style, where there's, yes, there's, I, I, I agree that the, 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 the Wu Tang, love to hear that. But on the flip side to that, I love when there's no soundtrack, there's no yes. background music, and you just hear that, the you know, that cut. Yeah, yeah, love that. Absolutely love that. I just think that that draws me in and makes me feel like I'm there rather than watching it. Do you know what I mean? Like like if you, when you've got a soundtrack going on, you, you feel like you're watching the screen, but when you don't, when you can't hear that you can hear the punches and yes, even, even the, um, the over-exaggerated, you know, swooshes of someone punching, you just, you still feel like you're there. You're on the shoulder of that person when they are fighting. I I love that. I think that's brilliant.
0: And then uh, post-credit scenes. Uh, So at first it was reported. There was only one post-credit scene. And the description of that it says the Shang Chi crowd was the most. I'm sorry, Shang Chi crowd was the most enthusiastic I have ever been with since Endgame. Couldn't hear some of the post credit scene dialogue due to cheering. Uh, Shang and Katie are instant MCU all stars. Uh, so that was some reporting on the post. The uh, the post the first post credit scene that was reported. Awesome. But now there's multiple being reported. So. Well-
1: well, as far as the cheering is concerned, I won't have to worry about that because I'll be watching it in Great Britain. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody here does that. So you three have got a problem. I'll be fine. Yeah.
0: And speaking of uh, more, he said that uh, we will see most of the Shang-Chi cast again in the MCU. Great. That's makes
2: interesting sense. statement. Makes, yep, sense, makes sense, doesn't
0: it? Yep. Um, and then uh, a couple last things here just to finish up Shang-Chi and the news. That tweet about uh, that, Simu Liu tweeted about, you know, Marvel, are we going to talk about Shang-Chi? Unfortunately, Fag has debunked that. That's how he got hired. Um, Basically, uh, Fag said, unfortunately, uh, uh, Simu, um, it's not your tweeting, it was your acting ability, your constant professionalism, and the multiple reads and meetings that you did. Now, did Sarah Finn see that? Our casting director? I don't know the answer to that question. Um, And then Fag said, that's a cosmic wonder, but, but I do think the universe saw that basically. Mm. So, and the last yeah. thing regarding news and even Shang Chi is that there will be a Marvel Legends episode coming.
1: Oh, what? Right. Great. So, That'd be interesting because the no, yeah, wait a minute, hold on. Where's that going to come from then? Because I don't know but like it,
0: it's not there yet, but it's coming. That's no, exactly no, no, no. But I mean,
1: what are they going to put in it? Because I, I'm, correct me if I'm right. I'm right. The, the Marvel Legends episodes have been all about the backstory. What's yeah, yeah. So we're that'd be interesting. Maybe I mean, they'll dive
0: it. into the history of Shang Chi, maybe, and, and some of the comic book lore stuff of it. I, I
1: don't know where it's going to come
0: from, but they I, said there's one coming.
1: I guess they're going to include a lot of the Ten Ring stuff from yep. Iron Man One and Iron Man yep. Three. that could be in there. Trevor um, Slattery.
0: Very interesting. Um, maybe it'll be
3: like that gap in between Iron Man Three and Shang Chi. Yeah.
0: yeah. Maybe address uh, Killian and, and Aim maybe too as well. So we'll yeah. see
1: interesting but well, that's Travel. all the news so cool <laughs> nice a good lot job. news there yeah yeah there is a lot <laughs> of news there is a lot of news so i think we'll 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 crack straight on we've yep. talking about what if episode two all right so let's let's have a little bit of time about what if episode two so uh, we got to charla as star lord um there was uh, some really nice moments in there. I think we we kind of touched on it really briefly uh, at the beginning of the episode about how Tajala's uh, superpower was sort of likability. Um, yeah. But I, you know, um, I've seen some bit of hate for the episode actually, and I don't, I don't quite. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: there Well, there's some things we need to address, and I'll let Molly address in a minute because we're on the same page here. Um, But I thought Korath was, or Korag, I'm sorry, Korag was kind of interesting in this episode because when you go to the first Guardians of the Galaxy, when he was, uh, you know, interacted with uh, Star-Lord, he's like, who? And then in this one, he's like, oh, Star-Lord, you know, blah, 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 and did the whole parallel, we don't do that here type thing. So I thought Korag was was pretty interesting all through the episode, just the way his his personality was and his character was, how he went from them trying to get after uh, Star-Lord to them being friends and allies and in this classic Star-Lord, you know, type plan here and all that kind of stuff so the whole Korak so, yeah. thing I really liked but I'm gonna let Monty yeah. go here with what he didn't like because I, I think we're on
2: the same page here yeah so so you know for me it was just uh it was a little too perfect you know it, it that's the thing I, and, and and you know it sounds like such a, a nitpicky thing to complain about like oh it was too perfect like you know but it's just everything just went out like the stakes were very low on that episode you know like there was just like you know contrasted to episode one you know you had um you had steve rogers fall off the you know off the train in the place of bucky we had no clue what was going to happen to him because like you know it's very possible they could have swapped him out for bucky and he could or he could have died or whatever the case may be they did say it was indestructible but it was a little more of a somber tone um you know and then also you know you had the, the, the sexism that uh, that captain carter was dealing with there was a lot of things going on that at any moment could have sunk the whole, you know, story or sunk the whole, you know, plot, you know, in terms of like it going a bad way. Whereas I never, at, at, at not at one point did I know that, or did I think that T'Challa wasn't gonna just completely come out on top without even a scratch on him. I was never worried the entire time. Um, you know, Thanos was a little campy. The whole thing was, it was a very, it was a very campy episode. And it was very, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. But that was my kind of critique of of what, and, and not saying that I didn't like it necessarily, but in contrast with episode one. Yeah. I
1: think I, I think I know what you're saying. You kind of come out the episode with these sort of nice sort of, you know butterflies and yeah. you know, unicorns and rainbows and yeah. oh, lovely that was really really nice but not feeling oh wow that was really great you know yeah. um just it was just I, I know what you mean it was kind of too nice wasn't it right exactly uh, everything it just, about it was nice
2: just yeah. everything wrapped up in perfectly neat little bow just you know there was no the only thing obviously being the uh you know the ending there spoiler alert if you haven't seen it but just the ending part where you know ego comes back and meets with finally links up with peter quill because we don't know how that'll play out yep. um you know that might lead another to another story <laughs> a whole other uh an ego verse for yes. you know for for all intents and purposes so you know we don't know that that part but You know, even still, even with that, you know, wrench thrown in at the end, uh, I still was a little like, all right, this is just like the perfect possible situation for everything. Like he... He talks Thanos out of it. You know, Thanos gets into this fight. He's getting beat up. He he gets out of it. You know, uh, what uh, what's, Nebula comes with the, with the MacGuffin seeds and puts them in Call Obsidian's mouth after they're having clear trouble with Call Obsidian. And then, boom, he's out of it. And like, no one gets hurt. No one gets killed. No, one, like, you know, everything is just perfect, perfect. So that was the only thing for me. But I still love the episode. So,
1: yeah, I hear, you. you You know, sometimes when you're watching things, anything, it doesn't matter what it is. You need that sense of fear and that sense of worry and that kind of um, the aggression. I mean, I was watching a movie last night. I won't go into it, but mm-hmm. I was there was points where I was sitting there. Going, Come on, just 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 run. You know, just get out of there. Never at any point did I think that it was just like I was watching. It's Oh, this is great. You know? Yes,
2: exactly. And it was <laughs> yeah. great. No yeah, no, I,
1: I get I get your point. Alex, what did you think, mate?
3: So I think the pacing on the second episode of What If was a lot better than the first. Like, the first was kind of fast in in my mind.
1: I agree with that a lot.
3: And... It wasn't that I hated it. It was just like, I don't know, it was just moving so quick that like, you know, it's like, oh, Steve falls off the train and then all of a sudden like, oh, here he is again. Like, you know, and and, he, you know, I know I know it's kind of weird, but um but with the second episode, like one of the things that I really did like was I loved how they had that nice little call out to Hella. Yes, and they made that mention of a necro sword. Yes, uh, you know, like when I yeah. heard that, I was like, whoa, 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 hang on, like let's let's rewind and listen to that <laughs> one more time. But um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I think it really highlighted like how great of a leader T'Challa was, and I also think like it really highlighted like how he could just use his words. He was a great orator. Yes, um, and a great speaker. So uh, mm. you know, kind of kind of
0: looking at that. It was yeah. interesting too. Oh, go ahead, Andy. No, 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 go for it. I was just saying, yeah. <laughs> I'll say, it's interesting, too, how they they changed the Yondu lie. Because remember, with the original Yondu was supposed to pick up Quill to give him to to, um, to Ego, and, he, you know, the whole lie there. Well, this one was, instead of that, he, he got the wrong person because of the signature or whatever. Um they saw with T'Challa, T- but it was, you know, Wakanda's destroyed or something like that, but it actually wasn't destroyed. And right. they kind of tied back into Wakanda and um, the necklace and even the ship as well. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah.
2: So in, Just, in every universe, Yamdu's a liar. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> But he's a cool guy. Yeah, um, he's, he's a great one, guy.
1: One last point on what Alex was saying about the pacing of the two episodes so far: it did feel like um, uh, the first episode was a whole movie condensed into yes. one 30 thirty-minute show, yes. where it felt like this episode was a short story. Do you know what I mean? It felt yep. like this episode Absolutely. was 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 almost like designed to be this this its own little yep. thing. It yeah. was it wasn't. And, and, and this goes to a point and I can't remember who said it and I'm sorry if you're listening you know just chuck a comment on when I chuck this post out but somebody said uh, um you know like i said for episode one was basically first avenger just with Peggy getting the serum yes. Yes. Um, but this was, In no was Soldier. Its, yeah but yeah. this episode was its own story and and, and i mm. think that kind of that kind of dictated the pacing because it was like, this was its own story. So they could write it as, as a 30 minute yep. story, where right. the first one was the first Avenger just with Peggy getting the serum. So it, it kind of had to go through the whole first Avenger story, but they still only had half an hour.
2: Yeah. And to that point, I would say my biggest critique so far of the whole series is just not enough. I yes. think that we need, uh, I think you need a good 40, 45 minute episode yeah. to really knock it out of the park. I I don't know why, why you'd limit it to 30 minutes. Like you're not running it on TV. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You You know, like you can make each,
0: yeah, you can make each episode its own length to fit the story, not (laughs) try to cram it into a certain window of time.
2: Yeah, yeah, there's no reason that it should be 33. Like you could expand it out to 40, 45. You'd have more than enough time. Nothing would ever feel rushed, and the and and I think the consumer and and the viewer would walk away feeling way more satisfied just with those extra five to seven minutes of exposition.
1: Mm, and, and it's still really frustrating, isn't it, when you press play and you go, "Oh look, 40 minutes." <laughs> yeah, but you you forget there's seven. No, minutes that's of- like
2: five seven minutes of <laughs>
1: credits because it's Marvel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't you. But two things I really liked. I always love more Nebula, and who doesn't love more Howard the Duck, right? Yes, yes,
1: <laughs> yes. Loved Howard the Duck. I thought yeah. he was great in that. Yeah, the way he just sort of yeah, stands out of his little pipe. Yeah, love that. Really. But uh, really but
0: going good. back to to the whole um, Hellas helmet and the Necro sword um, and that kind of stuff. There, there's been some theories about that that possibly oh, yeah. could be tying into Love and Thunder. You know what happened yep, to her sure. helmets? Does Gore get a hold of her her uh, Necro sword? You know, it's the first time we actually heard that named that in the MCU. They didn't really touch on that in the movie. So uh, interesting to see if that ties into uh, Love and Thunder with gore.
2: Yeah, because yeah. in the comics, that comes from Null, Null. Mm-hmm. which is the who, he's the guy who basically sets Gore on his path to becoming the God Butcher and gives, you know, he gets the Necro Sword yep. by that route. Whereas I don't know if they're going to bring Null into it. They, I don't think they really could do it. It's, it's a lot of tying in that they would have to do. They also need the, you know, the Sony verse to merge in with us. Symbiote. Yeah. Symbiotes. Yeah. yeah. The symbiotes. That's a lot of work. Whereas, you know, you can just tie it to Hilla to Hela and, and then make it a quick, you know, a quick overview to and, uh, and to you've gore. got you've got the
1: fact that Hela was left on Asgard after uh Suter sort of destroyed Asgard mm-hmm. and potentially killed Hela, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Could Gorr, yeah yeah could Gore have picked it up from there. So yeah yeah. yeah. Um but you know uh, 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 it's, it's still a, a, an entertaining thirty two minutes of oh, MC. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. and and still absolutely loving Jeffrey Wright's yes. narration. Just I beautiful. hope we
0: get live action Watcher in the MCU with him. I either. was thinking
2: that today. I rewatched the episode just to kind of prep for 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 today, and and I was like, you know what? He would be excellent. Like, I hope we see him be the voice of like a CGI like Watcher in the future. Yeah. I would love that.
1: Yeah, totally agreed. Totally agreed. Um, okay. Brilliant. So that brings us on to our little surprise money. I yeah. think. Before so, surprise real quick, though, do we? Oh, go on.
0: we I know we, we have that show list that we think is right, and there's been some controversy about whether next week is Loki or it's Scarlet Witch. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Black Widow episode. What do you guys think next week's going to be? Is it going to be Loki or is it going to be a, something Scarlet Witch?
1: I'm I sorry, Black Widow. That. Black Widow, I mean. I think they're going with a Loki one. I do too. Yeah,
2: makes the most sense right now is mm-hmm. Loki.
1: Yeah, Alex, what do you reckon?
3: Probably
2: Loki.
1: Yeah, have to agree. I think I think it's got to be the Loki wins. Yeah, yeah, King Loki, uh, well, uh, Emperor Loki, winning, beating in uh, New York. Yeah, I agree. But we'll see. We'll find out probably in the next day or so, I should imagine. Um. So Monty, so guys, so look, I I kind of know what the surprise is, but I don't know. I don't know any more than that. I asked Monty to prepare some questions for us yeah based on comic knowledge so we had a few viewers a few listeners that said they really enjoyed Monty's questions when he was on last time and they found themselves pausing and going back I think Alex might have even been one of them that said that
3: yeah
2: I
1: was. <laughs> thank you sir so, <laughs> so uh, but a couple of people said oh we really enjoyed uh, like you know trying to answer the questions so when I sort of come up with the idea of inviting Monty on today as a bit of a surprise and um, I sort of said Monty like let's um come up with some questions to ask, you know, Jarian and and and, and Alex and, and myself, and uh, we'll see how we do. And the, the, the listeners can can do it at the same time. So, Monty, ready. over to you, mate. Go on, take ready it away. Ready
2: to go, ready to go. So these are going to progress through. We got three rounds. Um, you know, obviously we can kind of cut it down if, you know, we're stuck for time or anything like that. But I got three rounds worth of questions. They go from easy, medium to hard. Okay, okay. So, this, yeah. so this first round is, uh, is going to be the easy questions um hopefully yeah i mean I, I did my best it was a little bit <laughs> tough to kind of like mix the easy and the hard and, and kind of separate them out so hopefully i did um so first one is uh name three eternals so nowhere guys,
1: hold up on, wait one I'm second sorry. wait i was just about to say just just think for a second just a little bit of silence just to give people that are listening a chance to kind okay, of think yeah. about it as well so uh yeah three eternals now what we're we talking about here monthly three eternals from the comics or three eternals that we've seen in the mcu oh
2: so we can you can do three from the uh from the mcu uh or you can do three from the comics i'm uh this is the easy round so just kind of getting you warmed <laughs> up so okay. either or is fine
0: okay nowhere ego uh arisham
1: yeah eson is another one that we've seen eson yeah, he's the a, a search, a, a searcher. He was the one
0: searcher. that uh, we saw in Guardians with the staff blown up the planet. No, those
2: are Celestials.
0: Oh,
1: what'd Turnbox. you say? Oh, he uh, said Eternals. I'm sorry. Oh, Eternals. I'm sorry. Well, you said Star
0: Fox and... earlier, so. Yeah. Oh, we've, we've
1: got we've got what well, carry <laughs> yeah. away there, didn't we, Jory? Not just listening to the question. Cersei,
0: Icarus, you know, Druig. Makkari. Macari.
1: Yeah. Sprite. Sprite, yeah. What were the... Because in the Gilgamesh. Yes, Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh, Athena in the um, Neil Gaiman run, they, they basically all forgot their names. Yep. So like Macari yeah. was Mark. Yeah. And right. Icarus was like, <laughs> Icarus was like um, Chris or something
2: like this. Yeah. Or, they had like short names. Chris. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I can't remember exactly what it was, but cool. Athena, Athena. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: All right. Yep, yeah. Cool, yep. All right. Cool. Sounds good. Um, next one is before it was called Marvel, what was the original name, the first name of the comic book, publisher that would eventually
3: timely publish. comics
2: oh, <laughs> oh my man <laughs> <laughs> oh so the easy round okay. i it was something comics like i just remember the first part of it good one alex actually you know what in this next one i think is going to be uh, uh an alex one too um name two of ghost riders alter egos
1: oh easy
2: Wait, Andy. wait, wait. Alex,
1: Alex, Alex, wait. Just wait, let's count, let the, uh, count to
2: let's five. Let the, <laughs> let's <laughs> let, the, let the folks at home uh, get the their paper shot.
1: shot. I'll, I'll, I'll count you down. Look. Yeah, you ready?
2: Yeah, Three, I'll,
0: I'll, two, I'll Alex get this one. Uh, that's his guy. Nine. All right. Danny
3: Ketch, Johnny Blaze. I'm going to go Alejandra Jones, Rob nice. Reyes. Yes. Uh, name, yes. Name a
2: handful. Yeah, you guys, can so. keep going. I'm, I'm sure you can. <laughs> okay. Uh, last one on the easy round is name four. Alien—that means non-Earth races in Marvel. So, name four alien races, basically races that have you know been featured that are not from the Earth in okay. Marvel.
1: Okay, I've got a, I've got a couple. So
2: do I? I'll
1: tell you what. Let's do one each. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
2: I'll do one each. Go, yeah.
1: Got an Jarian. You go first. Uh, Cree. Alex. Will
3: Titans work? Is that acceptable?
2: I think that's kind of like Eternal Titans. So I mean, like uh, they—they're from Earth. i would I wouldn't—I wouldn't necessarily count it, but maybe.
1: Okay. I'm gonna go for the Shiar.
2: Yep. That how you pronounce
1: one. it? Shiar, Shiar, Shiar. Shia? Yeah. Shia? yeah. Yeah. S H I apostrophe
0: What they call Must Mustafarian, or whatever he said in Guardians of Galaxy, something Farian, or Must Mustafarian, or something like that. But also scrolls. Scrolls. Yeah. Guardians would they work?
1: as guardians yep. centurions yes so that's, yep. that's who yondu's from
2: yondu is a centurion yeah, exactly that's a that's a good one you know you have um, the katadi you have the Chitari, yeah, yeah the beyonders the the shiar oh you already said the shiar uh, frost the watchers giants. the watchers Who's, the frost giants the brood
1: cronins Cronin's, mm. yeah, cronins, that that's, exactly. That's, that's Corg, Corg, yeah. Which yeah. Super yeah. sad
2: about that. Was actually probably the worst part of the of the second episode is that we find out that Korg's arm, you know, yeah. oh yeah, done, yeah, 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 off. yeah, Hopefully it wasn't Korg, but I mean, who else could it be? All right, round so round two. Let's move on. Um, going up a level. Next <laughs> one. So the next one is: What is the name of the formula? That allowed the original Nick Fury to live so long. Oh, crap. so he takes a special formula that allows him to live a lot longer, it's not the Super Soldier series.
0: No, but it's not that. It's um,
2: in Ultimate Comics, it is. He does, He is the first Super Soldier, but in the original, you know, white hair, you know, Reed Richards haircut, uh, Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. He takes a special formula. Oh, I can't remember
1: i can't remember i can
2: hear you alex alex i think you're on are you on mute
1: i was just gonna say i I don't remember
2: that one either (laughs) all right so it's the infinity formula ah the infinity formula he actually it's actually a big part of his character because he kind of gets blackmailed for a while by this scientist uh because he has to kind of like do stuff for him or pay him or whatever to to get that to continually get the formula because that's the only guy that makes it so so, yeah, so the Infinity Formula. Okay. Um, all right, so here's another one. What is the name of the object that has powers similar to the Infinity Gems and it allowed the Red Skull to rewrite history and make Captain America into a Hydra agent? So what's the name of that object? It's a really supremely powerful object. The cu- Cubics? Cu- uh, Close. Cu-
1: well, cube, is, is, yes, is it, is it, there it
3: is. Right, okay.
1: So it's the cosmic cube, but didn't, wasn't in, in Secret Empire? So where mm. Red Skull turned, Wasn't it cute? Wasn't so, it, there was so a, an there was, AI? So all right.
2: Well? So so the cosmic cube, because of its immense power, it tends to go. It tends to become sentient. That's what happens to all the cosmic cubes. Inevitably, is they become sentient. Gotcha. So that cosmic cube, which was created by AIM, eventually, or or by Shield, I believe, it was created by Shield. That particular cosmic cube
1: became cubic. Cubic. That that's movie. it. it
2: there you comic. go.
1: That's what I was trying to. Do. That's what I was yeah. trying to think of. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Cool.
2: All right. Cool. Uh, moving on. Uh, what is a celestial host?
1: That's got to be the body that the celestial lives in, surely. Like the, the metal, host. the metal body that that, that that's they their live armor. in. Oh, okay. Go on, and I don't know. No. I can think about the, the egg, but that's not. It's not the you know. Yeah, it's,
2: that's the celestial so egg. Yeah, it's
1: the egg. Um,
0: I'm going blank on this one. Yeah, I don't know,
3: Alex. You? Yeah, I I don't. I, I keep on thinking about the God Killer armor. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah that's, that's so funny. I was actually just reading about that earlier today, prepping up. Um, so the celestial host is what it's called when the Celestials periodically revisit Earth. To see, you know, um, how the the dominant race on that planet, or how whatever they've met, like messed with, is doing.
1: So they'll come back
2: every time they come back to Earth to see how everything's going along. Because, you know, the Celestials come in, they mess with the genetics and then they leave for a while because they got other stuff to do. They they're the arbiters of life for the entirety of the galaxy. So they got a lot of places they need to be. They can't just be hanging around Earth watching us every day. So when they come back, it's called the Celestial Host. And that's when they'll judge, you know, were we good? Are we are we worth keeping around or not, celestial host?
1: Gotcha, gotcha. All right, round three.
2: We're on round three. Yeah, yeah. Hard round, the last round. Let's move on to the hard round. Okay, so after Timely Comics, Marvel actually had a brief other name in between becoming Timely and becoming Marvel. What was? uh marvel what was the name that marvel comics was after it was timely so it was Alec, timely alex knows blank, this then it was yes he does look at his what
1: face he knows it go on
2: <laughs> go for atlas Yep, that's right <laughs> nailed it that's right nice nice exactly. Atlas comics, yeah all right cool cool so um you know what let's Let's stick with the uh with the Atlas comments. I actually have more questions for this round than the other round. So
1: just just um, stick with just stick with just stick with Freedos. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. All we're, right, we're, so we're then let's, there.
2: yeah. All right. So then let's do all right. So let's do this one. All right. So in the original Sin storyline, Nick Theory, Nick Fury was able to completely incapacitate Thor and make him unable to lift Mjolnir by whispering three words oh. to him. What did Nick Fury say to Thor to make him unable to lift his hammer? You can paraphrase it; it doesn't have to be the exact exact three words. But if you can just tell me essentially what he told him, did he say a name? Did he say a name or something? Kind of, yeah. He does mention a name, and I'll give you I'll give you a hint. You know, it's relative. This is related to Love and Thunder. He
0: did say a name. I can't remember all of it though, but I remember it was something to do with the name, though.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know.
0: I don't know either. Darian, I'm going blank on it. I know it was something with the name.
1: But I'm going blank on it right now. He's, he's, he's right. go on, go on. Let's just so, tell
2: so it, what he said right was right. Gore was right. Yes, and that's Gore, what it was. You know, yes, because Gore essentially, you know, was like gods are not worthy of our worship, and yes. they don't, you know, gods don't help out, and they don't take care of the people that that worship them, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, just hearing that made Gore made Thor think that he was unworthy. Worthy, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. As soon as you said nice. "Love and
0: Thunder," I was like, I know it's something with Gore, but I can't remember what Gore said. What what the what the rest of the Gore
2: thing was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, last one. Last one. Yep. Name a character from the Timely Comics era who is still active in Marvel today, not Captain America or Bucky. I'll give you a hint. He hasn't appeared in the MCU yet, but he is confirmed to appear in the MCU in this phase.
1: I'm going to throw a random guess out there and say Swordsman. Black Knight. Alex, what you got? Uh, Anything?
3: I, I, I'm gonna agree with Jory. I'm gonna go Black Knight.
2: So it's actually um, Namor was. Oh yes, was the <laughs> There, but but you know you have. Um, let's see, you have Namor. You have who else? Yeah, there's Bucky. There's yeah. Captain America um oh, bucky
1: was too easy
2: i could yeah. have said bucky yeah, bucky <laughs> yeah. and captain america those are like the three main ones that are kind of still from that time they also the human torch not the human torch that was johnny storm but, but the, there's yeah, an the, android the android yeah the team. one
0: they teased in um so, in so captain america a, first avenger
2: yeah right, another one if
1: i'm right and thinking with the captain america thing obviously captain america because that was around in like the late 40s early 50s yes and they correct. kind of let him settle didn't they when they went that they didn't bring him straight in they let yeah. him kind of settle and they brought all these other characters and then they brought Captain America in didn't they correct. if I'm right in thinking correct yeah. correct exactly wicked well um that was uh that was brilliant Monty thank you for that yeah, um, my pleasure, we my could pleasure. go we could anytime. go anytime I got we could, more so
2: anytime
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a whole series where you can just ask <laughs> questions the whole time um but no we could go on forever but uh, we've been chatting we've had a really good chat today um awesome Guys, Alex, it's been great to have you back. Thank you for coming back on. Yeah, thank you. That's all right. You're welcome. Monty, always a pleasure to have you on, mate, and uh, have your knowledge, your comic knowledge coming through. So My that was pleasure, fantastic. Guys. Thank you for coming back.
2: Love to be here. Thank you. Jarian, yes, thank you, thank good, you
1: good, epi- good episode, Jari. Yes. That was uh, another good one, mate. Um, some, uh, some more bumper news. A good chat about what if. Um, thank you for listening, guys. Um, yeah, great episode. We'll see you next week. Take care. Why don't you tell him about the time we face?